ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Joining me now, he is um, tied atop the all-time wins number for most in the history of the Sunbelt Conference. Rage Occasion Ed basketball coach Bob Marlin earned win number 117 on Saturday in Monroe. That ties Kermit Davis Jr., previously of Middle Tennessee, and uh, here on a Monday morning, recording the Sunday afternoon before, is Rage Cajun head basketball coach Bob Marlin. Bob, how are you? I'm good, Scott. Thank you. Uh, the, let's the the two games against against Monroe. The one Thursday, and then the one Saturday. Uh, Thursday, a, a six point loss. The crew chief wasn't there early. I know you, you told us Devin Butts was suspended. He'll have to work his way back. How much of that just uh, was, I guess, thrown in a loop? You know, you could plan so much for a game, and then suddenly you don't have a crew chief. And I don't know the timeline in terms of when you knew Devin wouldn't be playing, but overall, how much of that was kind of a day of type of thing where you guys had to adjust? What well, was definitely uh, something that, that happened fairly quick, and it was also our first full game knowing that Brian A.U. wasn't going to play because we thought he might be able to play the second game at Arkansas State. So we're still trying to regroup and restructure a little bit and make sure that uh, the, the guard situation is what it needs to be, just be ready to play. Uh, that that was part of the issue there uh, also, Scott. And, and uh, you know, the, we weren't supposed to play a doubleheader either. Uh, that, that got changed by the Cajun Dome, and that kind of threw us off our schedule. And uh, we weren't able to practice in the dome that day like we normally do on game day. But hey, no excuses. We didn't play well enough. We dug ourselves a hole, and uh, and at home. And Monroe came out hot, made shots, and uh, we made a good run at them. But just a couple of bad plays within the first half. Uh, Dude took a quick shot and uh, allowed them to get a three-point bucket. And then we were not supposed to foul, and we fouled with what 38 seconds to go on the inbounds pass and both those plays, you know, proved uh, costly and we weren't able to, to time or get the lead. Bob Marlin, our guest, ESPN 1420. Uh, what, what, what did you guys take from that performance on Thursday? And then whether it be the adjustment, the game plan, anything different that you took into Saturday's game, anything happened Thursday that helped you get the win on Saturday? Uh, just the, the fact that we didn't didn't play as well as we needed to, and the guys were disappointed as, as staff was, uh, but not discouraged. And we came back and, and uh, bust up to Monroe. It's our third weekend in a row on a bus. As you know, we went uh, twelve hours to San Marcos and back, and fifteen hours to Jonesboro and back. And I think that all took a toll. Uh, Scott, to be honest, I know Cedric was concerned about it and playing on a Thursday. So we went again up to Monroe. We had a, a, a short practice on, on Friday night. I uh, had a good film session and then got up and the guys were really ready to play. But there were a couple of things that we picked up that were, allowed us to score a little bit in the game on Saturday. But the most important part was we limited their three-point shooting instead of giving those guys 11 in Arkansas State up in Jonesboro both nights. We gave them five, and we're the ones that made the three-point shots as we went 14 for 22. Ty Harper, um, seven of nine in that game, a perfect five of five from beyond the arc. Uh, his best game thus far as a Cajun, is that, is that fair to say? 
definitely shooting and scoring. It was his high in scoring. Uh, he had three rebounds, but uh, three turnovers. And uh, the game in uh, the Cajun Dome on Thursday, I believe he had six or seven, seven rebounds. So uh, he's played well, but that was his best scoring game, and, and we certainly needed it. And he, I think he's feeling more comfortable, Scott. Again, he didn't know he was going to start till. Um, game day, really, on Thursday uh, of last week. So his second start, and he's starting to feel more comfortable uh, and used his athleticism and his shooting to, to really help us. Jacoby Gordon played 15 minutes, gave you nine points, got to the line a number of times, I think four rebounds. I don't have the stat sheet in front of me, but when he's playing like that, I know it's kind of been up and down for him, but when he's playing like that, man, it just it opens up a lot of things for you guys. Yeah, Jacoby did a nice job, and and uh, he had had nine first half points, even Scott, and uh, he did wind up with four rebounds. You're correct on that, but I remember telling the staff as we went in the locker room at halftime, if we can get nine more out of Jacoby, we'll be in great shape. And he didn't score for us, but he battled. He did some good things in his 15 minutes, and uh, that he played, uh, and he was able to to really help our team. Um, but Jacoby, Jacoby going to this point, um, from a, from a comfort level, seems like some games he's, he's been really comfortable. There was a win earlier in the month where, you know, he hit a number of threes said it felt good, said his staff, he's, where is he at at this point in the year, his journey to this point, coach, how do you feel about the job he's done? He's helped. He's definitely shot the ball very well in conference play. Uh, you're referring to the Arkansas state game where he made four threes at home. And we need him to, to score the ball. That's the best thing he does is score. He knows how to play on the offensive end. He's really working on the defensive end and doing okay. He's just not as athletic as he once was back in high school. Uh, when he had a high ranking, he's not, not able to move as, as good as he did back then. But he's a battler. He's a good teammate and a very good offensive player. Where, um, where, what's the – just – if I could get some updates on some status as far as a couple of guys. I know Kobe Julian's been playing, and, and you guys expect him back. You said he'd be on a minute's restriction. Uh, is that something that we might see this weekend or perhaps the week after? It could be this week. I'm not sure. We'll have to see how practice goes. Uh, he was released last week after a week of non-contact, and he had a doctor's appointment on Thursday morning and uh, has – been able to get to the point where he can play one-on-one and have contact and that'll build up and there's a chance he could play this weekend uh, and that's what we were hoping for but uh, for sure he should be able to play in the Little Rock series. Uh, what's the status of Brayan AU right now? Brayan uh, is unavailable and uh, it's back a, a month ago, actually, Scott, probably in early January, we had uh, had him prepared for off-season surgery uh, on the same knee that he had surgery on in October and came back in four weeks and, of course, scored 16 against Baylor in his, his first college Division One game. And uh, But he's had a guy fall on him at UTA, and he's not been the same since, what, the middle, late, late, middle of January, I guess. Uh, and uh, so he's going to have that surgery scheduled. We're going to move it up, and it should be within the next next week or two. Well, certainly wishing him a, a full recovery there, Coach. And, and um, lastly, I, I know you told us, I guess it was Thursday, Devin Butts would be out a minute. He'd have to work his way back. 
Um, do you anticipate having him back at some point this season, or is it still a wait and see? No, he, he'll be back at some point. Uh, we'll see how he practices this week and, and what he does, how he responds, as we talked about earlier. And, uh, and we got good play from Kentrell Garnett the other night. He had eight points and I think three steals for us and hit a couple of three-pointers in 19 minutes up at Monroe. Really did a good job defensively, too. So, break. Uh, Devin's going to have to start you know, at the bottom and work his way back into the rotation. Rage Cajun head basketball coach Bob Marlin is our guest. I know you mentioned being on the road and on the bus the last three Saturdays. Um, you got UT Arlington at home this week, and you guys faced them in Arlington earlier this year. You uh, you split a pair there back in mid-January. Um, what what What's your overall thoughts on the Mavericks and what's going to be the keys to the uh, to the games this weekend in your mind? Well, they lost at home to Texas State uh, on Thursday night. Then they went down to San Marcos and got beat again. They've changed their lineup since we played them up there, and they're, they're starting uh, the big 6'11 kid, the shot blocker in the middle. Uh, they also are going to get David Azor back, a guy that uh, got hurt in the first conference series at Little Rock, hurt his knee, and I think he's going to be back this weekend. But their team relies on uh, Sam Griffin and uh, Shahada Wells, two guards that are averaging around 18, 17 in that area, and two of the better shooters in our conference. And Wells is a 90% free throw shooter. Uh, Griffin's a 40, 45% three-point shooter. Those two guys are very good and have really carried their team. So the strength of their game is is a guard play uh, and then uh, Azor was an all-conference pick, I believe second-team preseason. So they've got good players. They've got uh, De La Cruz inside, uh, Wamba inside, two guys to, to really shore up the interior along with, uh, Oz- I believe it's Ozier, the big kid. So they've got a nice team, and uh, we'll get their best shot. I mean, they're right there in the mix, and they're coming off two losses. Rage occasion at basketball coach Bob Marlin with uh, his next win. He will be the all-time leader in wins in Sunbelt Conference play. Coach, all the best. I hope it is uh, this Friday at the Cajun Dome. I appreciate you taking the time. Final question is when you have a little time, whether it be um, perhaps Sunday evening or or a day where there's a freeze and you're stuck inside, what, what, do you, what do you do if you actually have a minute to yourself? Is it just uh, take a nap, drink some wine, maybe binge watch something with Jenny? Where, what's Bob Marlin do to relax in the middle of a season when he happens to find a little bit of spare time? Well, we've had some spare time. Unfortunately, I've been at home. We, we both went in for 10 days just a, a week and a half ago. So we've watched uh, uh, some TV, basketball. We, we, we both like to watch basketball. Just watched a great game with a good friend of mine, Porter Moser, losing an, o- losing an overtime game to Drake. Uh, you know, and Drake was 17-0, and Scott, and they lost their best player, broke his foot uh, a week ago, and they dropped two games since. And I tell you, at this time of year, we're just glad that we're still playing. I think the opportunity, and we haven't missed a game, knock on wood, and we want to win every game we play, but we're just so thankful that we're able to get out there and stay healthy and play you know, the game. And that's a big thing for our guys, too. And uh, you look nationwide, just like Drake, there are a lot of teams that are really struggling. But 
But we watch basketball, we watch uh, movies, and uh, just like to spend time relaxing together. No doubt. And and the reason, you know, I, I know that you were dealing with, you know, COVID and recovering and things like that, but when I talked to Mike Murphy, he's like, yeah, Bob's still on the, the Zoom meetings. He's involved. He's looking over basketball notes. He's doing things that – so, as you said, you know, you're watching hoops. So even when you have a little time off, I know basketball is still – the passion for you, but you just made me think of, of one more question. You mentioned uh, the injuries in college basketball this year, and certainly you guys have dealt with it. You mentioned uh, AU earlier and what he's, um, you know, undergoing surgery soon and not having, you know, Trajan or others this year, getting Kobe back, Cadwell. We could go down the list, but in terms of injuries that have happened in season, they're hard to overcome for anybody. Do you think that the the current schedule – I know the Sun Belt is a little different than other conferences, but do you think that the fact that you guys are having to play back to back is maybe leading or, or leading to potentially more injuries just because the bodies, you know, that's it's it's you can't play a tournament all the time, coach, and back to back games is uh, you know two games in less than twenty four hours. That's a lot on the body. It, it has been tough on the student athlete. I think nationally. Uh, you know, can't really speak for us. Uh, our guys, some of them were hurt back in the, in the fall. Right. Uh, as we started practice this year, you know, we did lose Malik Marchetti in our last non-conference game back in uh, 2019, and, and we felt like we could win the conference uh, regular season with Malik Marchetti, and he doesn't even play. And that was one that was, was hard for us, but it, it's hard to overcome. I think the, the Friday-Saturday is, is tough, as you said, and the travel that we just talked about, Scott, paired with the back-to-back intense games and uh, all the in our conference and the other leagues that are doing it back-to-back, and it certainly uh, can uh, present the opportunity or the vulnerability to, to get an injury uh, while you play. But it's taxing on the body, and you know you play a lot of minutes too, and if you're short-handed. Or playing without a point guard or a certain guy, you've got to regroup and, and get back in a groove there. And uh, you don't want to play guys 35, 38 minutes a night, but it happens. And uh, it's been an interesting year. It really has. It's been a different year with the divisional play. And again, I'm just glad that our guys have been able to play and we've, we've been able to get out there and play games and uh, do the best that they can. So I'm proud of our group. Rage Occasion Ed Basketball Coach Bob Marlin has been our guest. Bob, I appreciate you taking the time. All the best, and we'll talk to you again soon. And uh, even though it's not a normal Mardi Gras year, happy, happy Fat Tuesday tomorrow. Same to you, Scott. I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you guys soon. All right, big thanks to Bob Marlin. Up next, we'll shift gears from men's basketball to women's basketball. Louisiana's Raging Cajun women's basketball team winners of 11 in a row. Coach Gary Broadhead joins us after this here on the Great Scott Show on this cold, cold Monday morning. Don't go anywhere.